Smooth jazz. Oh yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the community podcast. You get it? It's crew and then community. It's crew community. It's it's a hard yeah, joke. Yeah, it, yeah. You'd yeah. have to be there. Yeah, you had to be there. So why should that people listen to this podcast? First episode. I don't know why. I don't know. Well, no? I guess we're going home, guys. So. Going <laughs> home. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are people who go to UMKC who like to have based hot takes. And we want you guys to hear our base hot takes. Ooh. Yep. Our uh, our student office is just right down there. We call it the cubicle. But, uh, we'll say what we, building we're in right now. Oh, yeah. We're in the student union building, <laughs> third floor. So, yeah, we're just right over there across the hall. We, yeah. we had some incredibly based conversations over there and decided we needed to record them. Yeah. So. We got to impart our wisdom onto you guys. And so Absolutely. That's, that's why this podcast exists. And hopefully you'll laugh sometimes because Henry's our comedy man. <laughs> right? You sure about that? Yes, we're sure. <laughs> I guess one thing we you, should do is... uh introduce ourselves wow uh, yeah You're, thanks for mentioning that henry yeah um i'm jacob i'm noah i'm henry so who are you guys henry go first i am a uh, computer science student here at umkc okay i'm in my junior year my third year okay is there any uh, like fun facts about you <clears throat> uh it's my birthday today wow you're 12 years old right yeah yeah sheesh <laughs> How does it feel to be 21? Oh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Going to party it up? Yeah, I mean, I'm working today, so. That's a, that's a party right there. Yeah. Especially when you work at a bar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess that is the most base thing about me is that I work at a brewery. And yeah. are a Christian. Yeah, supposedly. yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. We're still figuring that out. Mm-hmm. Noah, who are you? Uh, I'm Noah. I'm a computer science student also. Sheesh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's so sad. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm a sophomore, so that's about it. Yeah, cool. I don't have any fun facts. I'm not a, not a very fun person. That's okay. As I'm, I'm sure you guys well know yeah. by now. Well, You're just a base person. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. I'm I'm Jacob. I'm an accounting major, and I'm a grad student, so I'm the old person in the room. Um, yeah, and the fun fact about me is that I was homeschooled, and you will tell based off what I say in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. So Noah, how is school going for you? If you don't have a fun fact, like what, how's school going? It's all right. I was up pretty late last night. I was uh, writing a speech, so I'm still taking my introductory speech class. But uh, my speech is about uh, evolution and abiogenesis. So it's the idea that life can come from nothing. So sort of like an alternative to the Bible where life came from. So sort of like a refute of that and why uh, a biblical account of creation is a more likely explanation for how we got here. So. Interesting. Did you know we're actually talking about evolution today in this podcast? Really? Really? Like we're we're ta- we're going to try to talk about like why does your view of evolution matter as a Christian? So huh. That's like a really random yeah, thing. I, I wonder how that happens. That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would like to point out Jacob was the one who decided mostly what we're talking about. No one are kind of just going with the flow. So oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so you're blaming me for this first hot take? I, I didn't blame you. Okay. Yeah, right, it right. could be a good opinion. It could be a good opinion. It is. You know, like our base opinions are always correct. <laughs> so what is our base opinion on does evolution matter as a Christian? Well, why don't you go into what you mean by matters as a Christian? Yeah, so like not necessarily we're talking about like does this save you? So if you can believe in evolution or not and still be a Christian, I think we would all agree to that. But like how does your view of evolution impact your view of sin, your view of yourself, and just how you live as a Christian? I would say no, it's not an essential doctrine, so it's nothing to do with salvation or otherwise, but it does have to do with the authority of Scripture. So the Bible does give a clear account of how God breathed life into Adam and Eve in the very beginning. So it's sort of, 
Oh, yeah. So it sort of precludes the idea that life would just evolve from microorganisms or that we were created in the image of anything other than God himself. So are you defining matter then as like essential doctrine to be a Christian? Why Is that why you say it doesn't matter? Defining, oh, yes. I, I would say I would say in that <laughs> sense, yeah, it's an essential doctrine necessary for salvation. I believe you can absolutely be a Christian okay. and okay. not believe in evolution or okay. believe in evolution, but yeah. I, I think it's very clearly the most biblical explanation for it. Okay. Well, I would say, yeah, I would agree with you, but it does matter because, like, I think it impacts, like, our view of who we are as Christians because, like, I believe that we are made in God's image and we're made differently than the animals. And that's why we have authority to live with the dominion and to, like, glorify God. So if, like, we think we come from animals, like, a question I would have is, like, and then at what point do we become image bearers and at what point are we, like, held accountable to our sin? That's a good question. I don't know how an answer to that. I don't know that. <laughs> what do you think, Henry? Well, first of all, Jacob, I'd like to ask that you speak directly into your microphone. Oh, I'm sorry. I there should. I'm a professional, so I should have known yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Um. So yeah. Um. I come from like a really heavy science background, okay. like always growing up, but I never like believed in the full like we come from primate that over time became more and more humanoid like. Yeah, yeah. That's not what, like evolution is to me. Sure. Evolution was like always um. We observe like small changes throughout time that are like natural evolutions yeah. that like helped us keep sure. living. Like we see that with animals, like different giraffes like got longer and longer necks so they could reach the food higher up. Mm-hmm. Birds' beaks change over time to fit like the environment they're in, so that way they can actually get the food in their area. Yeah. So that kind of evolution, like I uh, I agree, like we see that all the time. Yeah. But um, definitely. The the evolution that's just like we come from monkey. I mean, I, how, as much as I wish it was true and how much I wish the next step was crab. <laughs> this, is, this is just a weird thing about Henry. He uh, idolizes monkeys and crabs. So <laughs> That's bananas. Yeah. <laughs> Cue the lap, right? There we go. But yeah, I, I don't think that's what a lot of people talk about when they talk about evolution. Definitely I, not. Definitely yeah, not. It, yeah. Definitely in the biblical context, it's more of the idea that we have a common ancestor, even though I would still disagree with you all about a lot of those things, like the giraffes and about the... Uh, uh, not not so much with the birds with the beaks because that's sort of just like a thinning of the gene pool to meet the needs mm-hmm. of the environment. Mm-hmm. But I think the idea with the gen- giraffes is sort of like an idea of, I think they call it Lamarckian evolution. So it's the idea that when your ancestor needs a trait so much, like giraffes, they need to reach higher to get those leaves, that the next generation somehow gets longer necks to reach those trees. So mm-hmm. I I don't I think that's been disproven since like 1870s-ish, but I, wow. it's still in a lot of textbooks, which is yeah. one thing that gets me. But yeah. Maybe next week we talk about indoctrination in public schools. Oh, but um, yeah, I do think like though we first need to base our beliefs though off what the Bible says, yeah. and like I do think like you you see like microevolution what you're talking about, Henry, in the Bible, like Jacob and his un- our father-in-law went the sheep's right natural selection through God's providence through His working um, that changed the color of the sheep's skin so well, like that is in the bible well do you, do you think that's a process of natural evolution or do you think that god created the order of genetics and the ability to pass on information and since he transcends that order of creation he's able to violate it and he's yeah, able to i, I think manipulate. god can violate it yeah. i think god uses though oftentimes like ordinary means and stuff mm. which is called like providence is like god using the ordinary things for his good and for his purpose mm. Um, but even if we take that example away and we do like know it in the ark, right? Two of animal, every animal, like two dogs over time made a bunch of different dogs. Yep. So like, I think like that's biblical, but there's a difference between that and like 
that a macro evolution changing of kinds because like you as a christian you need to submit to what god says and it says they are born according to their kind so like rather than being a salvation issue is, is are you going to take god for at his word and what he says and like that's something very serious because like if we don't do that here and we can't trust god here how do we trust him for salvation yeah exactly cool well that's our hot take you probably should not believe in evolution as a christian but you can still be a christian and a godly christian at that and yeah. it's not it's not something you're going to hell for believing correct right and one, one more thing too i mean like yeah. in genesis 3 whenever it's talking about how the uh what I, i'm probably going to butcher the actual quote but in genesis 3 when it's giving the prophecy about jesus coming about how the uh, son of man will crush with his heel will crush the serpent's head i mean yeah if man didn't come about in the same way that god said then i think that casts doubt on the propagation of our, our savior jesus too so yeah. i mean yeah I think it's a pretty serious issue. And that, that reminds me of something else too, like how if like, let's just say there's two different types of humans that some evolved from Africa and some from Asia, right? Um, well, then that doesn't mean we're one people and we're not all one. We're two at that point mm. from that example. And so like if we're all from Adam and Eve and we're all made in God's image, that means regardless of your skin color, regardless of your um, like whether you're male or female, you have value, worth, and dignity. Mm-hmm. And like Christ can be the savior of all of mankind because we're from one f- ultimate family. Mm-hmm. So that so that does matter. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we are crew community podcast, right? Yep. Yeah. So crew. what's that? What spell that for us, Jacob? C R U. And I don't know how to spell the rest. <laughs> I'll, I'll <laughs> we, we picked the three dumbest people out of crew, so none of us know how to spell. <laughs> yeah. But, but I am curious, guys. What is crew? Like for the people, like because we have hundreds of listeners, thousands even. We're gonna, oh, yeah. we're the next Joe Rogan. Or, Joe, Joe Rogan's like our little brother, basically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> on Spotify. Yeah. So like, what is crew? Well, so, I mean, the slogan is "We are a caring community, passionate about connecting people to Jesus Christ." Okay, I'm impressed you remembered that. Good shout out to him. He's our prime MC. Like he's the one that's supposed to say that every week. Yeah. Also, can I say, Henry, you've got a great radio voice. I definitely do not. No, you know, he has a great radio face. No, uh, I do not. I oh yeah, that. I do have that one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so um, what? So when someone asks you, like, what is crew to you outside of our slogan, outside the crew and ease, um, what what is crew? One thing that's actually been coming up lately is the uh, at least more and more common to me is the concept of a student ministries. And, like, I never really thought of, like, even crew as a student ministry at first. But now that I've learned more what it is, crew is honestly – I haven't got the chance to experience really any other student ministries on campus. But it's, like, I'm glad that I got to experience crew first. Hmm. And if I do end up experiencing more, then I hope they're even half as good as what my time at crew has been. Because yeah. uh, we meet every Thursday, like okay. a big group meeting, 7.30 p.m. at room 401A of the student union. Yeah, uh, We sing and we worship and we – usually have a speaker come in or we have a fun game planned and it's just a great opportunity to connect with people around you. Yeah. It's good for community and finding like other Christians. Crew community. Crew community. Got him. Got him. Because like it's when I first came to campus, I was really scared because like, oh, this little homeschooled boy all by himself who's a Christian. (laughs) And then I found crew people like, oh, I'm not alone. And like as people I can grow with and like we can form like brotherhood or sisterhood. You'll hear about Brotherhood more as the weeks go on, I'm sure. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's just been a great source of love, I think, too. Experience. Yeah, I, I would say, yeah, it's it's interesting to see people that actually care about Christ and its actual truth, too. I mean, because I've been parts of youth groups and uh, groups of younger people that have really just not been 
all that caring about the actual truth of what the gospel is. So I think these people are devoted to actually learning the truth of the gospel from the Bible Mm -hmm. and living it out on campus, so in service to each other. So it's not just that their parents are dragging them to school and dropping them off at crew. It's these people actually, these people. <laughs> well, are, you don't know that for certain. I, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, I, I, from all evidence yeah. I've seen. Okay. Okay. So they're not that homeschooled. No. Okay, yeah. Right. Some, some of them, we've reversed a lot of it. So. We have reversed. Yeah. yeah. You've, you've limited the effects of the homeschooler vibes at crew. That's right. Okay. I think one thing we've actually heard is that um, Jacob is like the most homeschooled student. Wow. One thing about Noah is that. He's the most homeschooled actual public school student. <laughs> I don't know whether that's a compliment <laughs> or not. And then I'm just very obviously public schooled. I, I don't know. Really? Um, you don't? You, you, th- you think you can you, see homeschooling in me? You were homeschooled for a little bit. You have like so, over the summer. I, I did guess you math did gang books. signs sometimes. So, <laughs> as he does one now for oh, all yep. the audience. To oh, see. All right. Yep. What, what gang are you representing today? Well, this one spells out blood with my fingers. All right, so. we're off the air, guys. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. No one listens to us. There we go. We're Excellent. just talking yeah. to air. That's like, right. That's what atheists think we do when we pray. <laughs> 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 just out here in the ether, just floating around. Yeah. But hey, at least I have two listeners in the air. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Shout out to Mike Schillings for listening to this. Shout out to Mike. Yeah. He's about 30 feet away from us right now. But yeah. but um, for all the Luke Grimes in the world, though, why should they join crew? Who's Luke Grimes? Just a person. You don't need to know who he is. Oh, okay. He's just a listener that is, he doesn't understand what's going on in the world. Because the only reason that I'm in crew, but it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, for it, if this Luke Grimes weren't a Christian, I think it's it, it's one of like the most caring clubs out there. So they're more in, invested in who you are as an actual person and caring for you. I yeah. think that comes from the gospel truth, and we will be pointing into that truth because I, we think it's the truth that leads to life. Yeah. So and joy. Yes, but for a Christian, I think it's extremely edifying and growing in your faith to be in crew because yeah. it's a community of people that are uh, devoted to. They're actually great opportunities yeah. to serve in crew, too, also. Absolutely. So. I, I think it's like, I heard this quote one, those who pray together and play together stay together. Mm. So like at crew, we believe everyone's like on a spiritual journey, whether you're atheist, a Muslim, or a Christian, and we want to join you on that journey to find out what you were created for, which is a relationship with Jesus Christ and like how you can experience that. Mm-hmm. But did crew have any like fun events the last week? That you guys can think of nope no nope not one not, one. <laughs> not a single one what about an interesting event hmm. a movie eternals yeah eternals. <laughs> oh are you talking about that one i okay. was okay um how did that go guys what do you think about eternals because like we at crew we sometimes we do things outside of our weekly meetings and stuff and bible studies and we went to go see eternals because like why not yeah i thought it was mildly entertaining should, i mean should pe- we have a spoiler reviews or a spoiler free uh, let's do spoiler free. Okay. I mean, even okay. though everyone listening to it is probably in crew and probably already <laughs> listened to it. Yeah, that's fair. That's but, right. but for the millions of other people that are watching, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll try not to spoil it. I thought it was just mildly entertaining because I'm sort of just a sucker for action stuff. So people punch other people. And it, it was just yeah. a good time all around. Yeah. I mean, did you, right. do you guys expect everything that you saw in the movie? I, cause like I, I felt like I could have seen it all coming, but I was mildly surprised on a few things. My only thing is just like, Hot take, I'm not the biggest fan of Marvel movies to begin whoa, with. Whoa. Don't get into that yet. Spoiler. <laughs> but uh, I'm not, yeah, don't worry, I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay, right. But it's just like the concept of the Eternals confuses me. Yeah. 
because it kind of just makes everybody else in the Marvel universe not feel important. I I can see that take. I think that's a good hot take. Mm-hmm. I feel like the more we see Marvel, the like less Captain America matters. Yeah, and Captain America is supreme, so he needs to matter the most. Well, you know. Wow. <laughs> Do you not like Captain Steve Rogers? Nah. The only Christian in the MCU. Is he the only Christian? I am pretty sure. <laughs> I, I actually didn't know he was a Christian. I didn't supposedly. either. In the original Avengers, he said that there is only one God and it's not Loki. Oh, good for him. And so, and he doesn't like language. He he stops cursing and then mm. it, until he got cool. So like Winter Soldier corrupted him and now he curses. Like, yeah. Well, rest in peace, yeah. Steve Rogers. The OG Steve Rogers is supreme. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought Eternals was like a C plus, B minus rating, like... It was a lot of confusing elements, but we had some really fun times. Like I, I would say it's fair. I mean, it dealt with some like interesting concepts of like these people who are here for eternity, and like there were some plot twists in there that brought up interesting concepts. They just didn't feel very well fleshed out, and it felt like some of their ideas towards yeah. eternity were kind of just immature in a lot of ways. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Okay, guys. So we've talked about internals, and Henry says he doesn't like Marvel. Like and to me that seems like the blasting of the Holy Spirit, the unforgivable sin. No, what do you think? I think Henry is extremely based. I, I'm I'm gonna agree with that one. <laughs> I, don't, for, I don't like for, Marvel. For movies millions either. of listeners, for the other homeschoolers who aren't as cool as me, like Mike, um, are what is based? Oh yeah, I guess we should have explained that before. Well, you there's said two it, but... definitions, and one of them we're not gonna go into. <laughs> At least mention it because your face is based. What? Huh? What? Your face is based. Define both definitions. There's the one that means addicted to crack. Yes, that's what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the one I was going to go into. I forgot about that one. (laughs) Yeah. Go into the one we mean by it, though. All right. Let me pull it up. Let me get the uh, egg. I don't misquote it. All right. Fact check. Fact check. Fact check. Okay. Three Pinocchios. Yeah. So here he goes. Base is a slang term that originally meant to be addicted to crack cocaine. Okay. But was reclaimed. For being yourself and not caring what others think of you. Okay. I feel like that's biblical. I, I do, yeah. yeah. No, having no fear of man. That's, that's... Only fear of God, mm-hmm. which we will talk about later. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So we're, we're talking about being based. Two people have wrong based opinions and one person here is a you correct. You said at the start of this that our, most of our opinions are going to be based true. And two of three of us agree ooh, that it's a based ooh. true opinion. But yeah. as as the president of crew, I get to pull this card okay. whenever it's convenient. <laughs> yeah. I am supreme You get based. one this I, semester. I get, I get three based opinions. <laughs> so if you get a guest star, you guys can, or crewmate coming in here, you guys can tie me. We could bring in Emma if we wanted, but um, why Emma? Does she, she likes Marvel movies. I know that's why. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't tie, I cheat. Um, <laughs> it's true. Or so why would you guys say superhero movies are not good? They all follow a lot. Okay, not all of them. A lot of them follow the same formula: introduce good person and bad person situation. Bad person's doing bad thing. Mm-hmm. Good person stops bad person for doing thing, or yeah. almost stops bad person before they get away. Yeah. Then. Good person has issues. They're like sad. I'm like, oh, I couldn't do it. And then, oh no, I, oh no, wait, no, something encouraging. I can fight bad person now and win. Yeah. And then they fight the bad person and win. That's fair. Uh, you know That's what? Fair. I, you know, something like that. I, I'm for superhero movies, but it seems like oftentimes it's always superheroes' fault too for why everything goes wrong, or it's just like. I don't know. It just seems like the the bad guy doesn't seem that bad. To also, me. why does it only ever take place in New York? Why do they destroy New York every <laughs> yeah. movie? 
I, they should do it more often. <laughs> <laughs> they should finish the job. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it sounds like superhero movies is capitalism, though. That's the basic thing I just realized. <laughs> Explain. Because, like, they have to try harder to accomplish results and get an outcome. I thought capitalism was money, Jacob. Same thing. Where's the, the, okay. the concept of capitalism? Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. yeah. But um, I think it's good because it encourages like people, to, the underdog of life, to like stand up for what they believe in and to like fight for what is true. Oftentimes, I think the superhero movies do that, and I like, I don't know, I just always leave encouraging. Like we can do this, yeah, yeah. Until we realize we're corrupted by sin and we can't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they're a great message. It's just I've heard that message too many times. That's fair. I don't know. I mean, I I, I see what you're talking about. I think it, I think it's good fun and entertainment. So yeah. as I said, I, I like watching people punch other people and yeah. it's like just all, all fun action stuff. But I I don't feel like the superhero movies are anything I would ever take yeah. to heart because a lot sure. of the things that they stand for aren't the same things that I stand for. Some of them How are. so? How so? So I mean, I, in cases like where. Uh, where superhero movies will sort of follow more of what the culture believes than what the Bible actually believes. Okay. So uh, I, I can't recall any movie, uh, particular well, examples. Like Eternals, I'll, I'll back you up on this. Okay. Cause, like I'm so confident in what I believe, I'll help you. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so like, you know how like they approach God though is like they're like us and they mm. start with that point. And so like we can relate to God cause they're just like us and they're, you know, they can be wrong. They can be sinful. They can make mistakes which is very different than our God, who is different than us. He is greater than us. And am I doing a bad job with the mic? I mean, it's just, you guys are a little okay. quiet. Oops, because I'm not as confident. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, we, like, we, our view of God is different relating as a Christian compared to, like, how the world sees God. And I think that's evident in Marvel. And also their view of humanity being good, mm. just who makes mistakes. And no, we're not good. We're evil and we're sinful. Based opinions, people, but true opinions. <laughs> yes, right. And how we need a savior to free us. And so, like, I think you do, you see the try harder elements, but I don't know. I just it's just a fun, entertaining movie. It doesn't take a lot of thought and something you can chill to. Mm. Um, but I and I think it's like different Marvel movies can be so, like they have such a variety now. I think you can find your t- type of superhero that you still like where it's unique. But I, I will say the last two phases have not been as good as the originals, though. I will mm. say you probably don't like the superhero I like. Do what? You probably don't like the superhero I like. Who's your superhero? Who is it? Is it me? Kind of looks like Spider-Man. Is it about Deadpool? Yeah. <laughs> you work at a bar. You watch Deadpool. <laughs> Are you sure you're a Christian? <laughs> Can you ask that question as a Christian? That's fair. I, I can't see your heart. That's why I'm asking you. Yeah. I'd say yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Why are you Christian? Dad said I had to. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why we become Christians. We are indoctrinated (laughs) by our parents, especially if you're homeschooled and you have no say in life. Anyways. Please say psych. (laughs) (laughs) Psych. Laugh track. No. um, Yeah, we we need to be dependent on Savior. And so it's like out of love of God and like what he's done for us, like we come to him seeking like our total need on him. That's why we're Christians. Not because our parents said so. Hmm. Unless you're Henry. Yeah. Yeah, I guess for the superhero thing, I mean, it sounds it sounds weird, like from like almost like a mental resources thing. I don't know why I would spend more time internalizing things from Marvel movies when I can internal internalize things from the Bible, which is absolute truth about who God is and so gets is, all of those things right. So then, why watch any secular movie or entertainment? 
So entertainment can be good though, right? Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, right. People must think we're such nerds. Like we're talking about whether Marvel movies are good based off their theological <laughs> <laughs> standing. Hey, that's why you come to crew. You know, like we're fun. We talk about doctrine, guys, and Some, devotion. Sometimes we Shout aren't going to be. There. <laughs> okay. Sometimes we won't be there. So I mean, it might be enjoyable if yeah. we're not there. So. Yeah. I Shout out to Henry's computer. I should probably have muted my laptop. <laughs> Come on, Henry. You're supposed to be the professional here. I'm downloading the audio program I'm going to use to edit this. Oh. <laughs> Are you going to edit out everything I say and then just leave you two talking? Hopefully, I'll get rid of that buzz in the background. <laughs> that's that's fair. We appreciate that. No, we're actually just here on like the cliffs of Dover in Delaware right now. So that's just the waves crashing onto the shore. <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know if we're as funny as promised or based we're as not. promised. We're not. Not yet. But we got to warm up to it. Like this yeah. is a new thing yeah. where it's like over time, it's just going to become more and more natural. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to like have consistent volume more and over time as we're yeah. getting used to it. So at least give us 20 attempts to win you over. Mm-hmm. At least yeah. 20. Maybe thirty if you're feeling Christ-like. So basically, almost half a year. <laughs> half a year. Just give us D- one year. Seven times seventy times. Yeah. Seventy <laughs> times seventy chances here. I, absolutely, but we don't want to just like, I don't know, like corrupt you with our base opinions. We want you to be wise, um, and so that's why we're going to read from the book of Proverbs. And as you can hear, we don't use phone Bibles unless you're Henry. I left it in my car. Um, we believe in paper Bibles because we don't want to be distracted by all the text messages Henry's getting because I see him on Snapchat. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's my birthday. <laughs> oh, that's your one pass. Next <laughs> next week, you better bring your Bible and you better stay off that phone. Okay. Like I would never be on my phone and be texting you during a um, community podcast. I almost said crew meeting. But we're not in a crew meeting. This is not endorsed by crew. Yeah. We'd be in so much trouble. Oh, yeah. We, we probably should. So. Just sort of as a push for Christian freedom. You could use your phone Bibles if you want to. <laughs> Jacob, <laughs> Jacob is joking. Maybe. But no. Bit. Yeah, a little bit. But don't. ESV study Bible. Or, that's like, or MacArthur study Bible. Though. Why not the NIV? No, NIV is okay. It's all right. Is that your normal opinion on that? Do I? Is that your traditional opinion on that? <laughs> That's my on-air opinion. Of that. <laughs> um, no, NIV can be useful. Like, just we're, we're going on side changer. Who cares, right? Yeah. So there's this word for word and thought for thought. So word for word is really good for like deep study, and that would be like ESV and ASV, and then there's like thought for thought, which is like NIV, and like that's good for like just reading for like devotional type things or memorizing scripture even because it's easy to remember, easier to understand, but it's not as close to the original language. And then there's the Message Bible, which is a really bad paraphrase. <laughs> so probably not good for any Bible study. Shout out to Eugene Peterson. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to him saying people read the Bible too much. <laughs> <laughs> However, though, for some reason, he's like supposed to be really respected by the Reformed community. Which Weird. Is- I know. Yeah. I, I, going on? I do think I, I do think the message Bible has uses like more for the devotional things. And I think it probably captures yeah. like poetic sections yeah. of it pretty well too. Yeah. Well, it's not designed to be a bible it's designed for ch- little ch- children to read Children, hey, don't make fun of my speech issues <laughs> man come on i'm, a, I'm trying wow. but like it's designed for children and so like for that kind of stuff or like if you want a paraphrase or some sort of commentary you can look at it like i'm not saying don't ever read the message bible though i haven't probably never read the message bible but like it does have its use all these bibles are tools so take it or leave it but we're reading i think all from the sv Mm. is what the point of that was from proverbs chapter one all right i actually don't know what we're reading what is it chapter one verses one through seven cool, cool. There's, right. there's this thing henry called an agenda 
I didn't read it. It was sent to you with plenty of time, like five minutes beforehand. Yeah, but I wanted to go into this blind, so it'd be more entertaining. Okay, all right. All right. And our our um, friend here, Noah T. Because right. we have three Noahs at group. We haven't we, mentioned Oh, that. we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the uh, cool Noah on the I, community I, podcast. I rank, I rank on the bottom of the Noah, so I'm, I really do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Edward. Come on, Edward. Uh, I don't like this at all. Edward is Noah's middle name, and that's his favorite thing. So if mm, in the nope. comments below... Make sure no, nobody's better. nobody's watching. It's, it's really funny how you like pretend that people are actually watching right now. You just said we had millions of viewers. <laughs> like five minutes ago. All right, but read Fruit. the text, man. Come on. All right. Yeah. Okay. So Proverbs chapter one, the Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to understand words of insight, to receive instruction in wise dealings, in righteousness, justice, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, knowledge and discretion to the youth. Let the wise hear and increase in learning, and the one who understands obtain guidance. To understand a proverb and a saying, the words of the wise and their riddles, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Mm. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. So, so we're not going to do something super deaf in depth, but like, what's it got to you guys? Just in the reading. Just like real Bible study, everyone goes silent. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right, I'll I'll go while you heathens try to think of something okay. to say, and all like right. you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but like something that stuck out to me in verse three is like to receive instruction and wise dealing, and righteousness and justice and equity. Because at UMKC, like you hear justice and equity a ton, mm. and like that's good. Like I am glad our university like has hearts for those things, and like they should. You know, we as Christians, we stand for justice and equity. However, how do we get, come about that? Well, that's through receiving the words of God and these Proverbs, which in verse 7 talks about the fear of the Lord. So like having a fear of the Lord leads to those things. So if you don't have that, we can never be equitable or just in the, God, in the way God is determined. Yeah, that's definitely interesting. I, I was really thrown off, especially just by the last word in there, equity, because I feel like that's a word we hear a lot in our culture today. Mm-hmm. But I don't recall ever seeing it in the Bible and many other places. So, I mean, I, this seems like sort of a unique place where it sticks out as having equity in the Bible. So, yeah. uh, if I recall, the definition of equity is sort of like inequality of outcome. So, where it's like where everyone has the same things. So, well, that's that's how the culture defines it. Like, my like my commentary Bible defines equity as the living of life in a fair, pleasing way. In a fair, pleasing way. So, like, okay. equity is not necessarily defined as that in the Bible. Um, does it mean it's necessarily a bad thing? No, but it's not like the way our culture defines it. Cause like our culture likes to take terms, right. And they like to change it to fit something else. Mm. And like, that's not like how the Bible would view it. it's fairness. Like we're treating one another fairly. So like if you're black or Asian, like I'm not going to treat you any differently than I would Henry. Mm. Actually, no, that's not fair. You I should probably treat, treat I, them with more respect. I, I do probably. <laughs> I treat, like I would Noah T cause Noah is, I mean, Edward's cool. Come on. Mm-hmm. But I reject this entirely. <laughs> what does it mean to fear the Lord? Are we supposed to like, is it like after watching a horror movie? That's thing? actually what I was going to bring up is what stuck out to me as that last verse. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Because I think to like an outside, like somebody who is not part of the Christian community, it's really contradicting to hear fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. To like be afraid of our God. Yeah. And I'm not the best person to go into this, I don't think, but can like somebody explain what more in death means like to have a healthy fear of God? 
Well, it's interesting what you're talking about, like, for the culture, because, I mean, you hear a lot of the phrases of, like, God is love, but Mm -hmm. the the reality, he is love, but he is a lot more than that, too. So, I mean, like, there are things about the Lord that should inspire sort of, like, an awe, a reverence, and a fear of him, because, like, in Exodus, we saw uh, people went through these rituals to purify themselves in fear of the Lord breaking out against them in his holiness. Mm -hmm. So, the contrast of we as sinful people being in communion or contact with this holy God Bad things happen to the sinful when the holy and the sinful meet. So, that, so for all the um, Luke Grimes in the world, mm. what does like holy mean? Set apart. Yeah, set apart. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, it means to re- really just be set apart and pure. So, yeah. and like for a Christian, uh, there's an added term to that: set apart for a divine purpose to live according to how God has called us to live. Mm. So, like, what does it practically look like to have a fear of the Lord? Because I don't necessarily think it's hiding underneath your covers because, like, God is holy, right? Mm. That's an open question to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to start with that one? <laughs> oh, okay. Let's <laughs> see how that goes. Um, I'm trying to think of the question I asked. Like, you know, like, I think it starts with, like, how do we approach God in worship, right? So, like, some people view God as just, like, this, like, chill dude who doesn't care how you live. No, no, we take our worship of God seriously because he is holy. But we also do it confidently because of Jesus, like, we need to have a right view of like who God is in relation to us as sinners and be like, we deserve hell, but also like this confidence and this joy. Cause like Christ made us good and like obeying him, you know, like when he says a commandment or he saw something in his word, because I fear the Lord tying back to the original thing, right? With evolution and stuff. Like I'm going to submit to what he says because I trust him. He's holy. He's set apart. He's good. He has no air. So I'm going to obey him to live accordingly to him yeah yeah i think that's absolutely right yeah i i like the contrast of having a fear of the lord and recognizing who he is in his role as sort of like a yeah. creator of the universe just the the absolute arbiter of what is true what is good what is righteous but mm-hmm. also the fact that uh, praise god we're able to approach his throne with confidence like it says what in hebrews chapter yeah. 14 that we can approach his throne with confidence that we may receive mercy yeah. so I, I think it's an incredible thing and for all the non-christians in the, and listening to us like because we have millions of non-christians listening to this right mm. it's through our jesus and what he did on the cross and dying for us and we can we'll get into that more i'm sure later in our podcast like hopefully yeah if not we're doing something wrong because we're more into just base opinions we're doing it for the glory of christ amen um speaking of that henry do you have a song for us a what a song the address song no but we're about to get to that um well, but we got crew this thursday i think we'll have a minute. Just, um, just keep talking just keep talking yeah because yeah. Okay. Yeah, henry was prepared uh <laughs> but like yeah so thursday is 7 30 we're gonna be in room 401 mm. um I, henry and i are actually emceeing so if oh, you sweet. can if you can tolerate our voices this will be the first time I think two guys have emceed together. Wow. I've seen two girls. I've seen a guy and a girl. I've seen no guys for almost a semester. But I don't think I've ever seen two guys. Like, I don't think guys are represented enough at crew. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, like, yeah. So you know, we're going to represent. We're going to be pulling up. Um, we're going to have Michelle. Um, her pastor is going to come and talk about God's heart for the whole world. Look at your phone really quick. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Just, just text it to me really quickly. Um, okay. Um, we, sorry. I'm, 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 I'm an, innocent, I'm an innocent bystander here. Yeah. I'm just watching this um, all happen. You, you also got the text message too. Oh, we are professionals, guys. So I'm sorry for like us messing up. Like we're getting paid the big bucks and we're failing you. And I apologize for Henry's mistake. 
It's okay. Um, but so yeah, Thursday, seven thirty, room four hundred one. It's gonna be like God's heart for the loss. Um, and we're any yeah. So let's let's do our thing. But remember to be based, be Christian, and repent, ye sinner. <laughs> Maybe. Almost there. Repent. Well, be sure to give us grace for this terrible outro because God has amazing grace and how sweet a sound that is. And also just notice that I'm using my laptop and I didn't know. Also, wow. also note that we're firing Henry after this episode. <laughs> Henry, you're promoted because it's your birthday and we cannot fire you on your birthday. So I apologize for that. I'm promoted to customer. <laughs> yeah, it's just a customer. <laughs> you're promoted to listener. Bye, guys. God bless.